what it do you're in the building and you're listening to mud talk with coach t thank you thank you thank you for tuning in tapping in showing love it's been an excellent season today is a special episode man this is the season finale man of season two it's been an awesome ride so this episode is entitled the marathon and I just, ah, I'm just so excited. I'm so grateful. God is so good to me, man. Hey, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the episode. Welcome back, Mud Talk family in the building, man. And you're listening to the season finale of season two, man, entitled The Marathon with your boy, Coach T, man. I'm happy to have you here. I'm so grateful for all my day one listeners Shouts out to all my new listeners, man. I I really, really appreciate you guys tuning in, tapping in, showing love. You know, my social media presence is pretty heavy. I spend a lot of time on on Instagram, on Twitter, and I'm doing my best to, to tap into Facebook and try to show as much love on Facebook as I can. So shouts out to everybody that's been rocking with me, networking with me, man, this whole season. It's been an amazing ride, amazing ride, and I'm so, so grateful. Look, man, if you haven't already, man, give me a follow at Mud Talk the Podcast. That's on all social media platforms, man, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And, of course, you know I show I show love back, and I definitely uh, engage with my followers. That That's who I am. I will always be that way. I was that way before I even started this podcast because what's the point of using social media if you don't, you know, engage with people and interact with people. So um, I've been able to meet some really, really awesome people in the podcast community. I've been able to grab a lot of information from people and shouts out to you if, if, if I've talked to you, if I picked your brain on some things and you were able to answer questions for me. I appreciate you. I really do. I really do. Real quick before I get into this, man, I just want to tell you that season two, I really, really felt, and this is me listening back to all the episodes, because, you know, anytime you do something, you want to definitely see growth when you're doing something, especially something that you're serious about, and it's not just a hobby, something you want to be great at. And I definitely want to be great, and I will be great at this podcasting thing, but when I look back at the season and I listen to everything, I definitely see growth. You know, um, season one, you know, I, I jumped right into it. I knew I wanted to do it. I knew I had a great voice. And that, that's that's the gift that God gave me. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to use my voice. And my passion is youth empowerment. You know, I'm, I'm big on preaching to the youth and letting them know that they have a chance. So anybody who talks to me about my podcast and we end up, you know, possibly coming up with an idea to collab on an episode or something, I'm very clear with people to let them know, look, I love fashion. I love sports. I, you know, I'm big on culture, but my passion is youth empowerment. And, you know, I'm a giver. God, God placed a giving heart inside of my body and, and, that's just who I am. And so I like to tell people that just so they'll know who I am. I'm, you know, I'm not faking. I'm not fronting. It's just it's just me being me. A lot of it has to do with my upbringing. A lot of it has to do with the things I've experienced in life. And I just think that there's no other way for me to be. And I would hope that people understand that and that they, you know, find their own purpose. But my purpose, you know, I get up every day to make a difference. You know, I want to do something that's going to outlive 
everything that I have in this in this lifetime. It's you know once I'm dead and gone, everything that I done while I was here, uh, it's definitely going to live on. So that's who I am as a person. You know I want to say shouts out real quick to a couple of people before I get into the episode. Shouts out to all the young entrepreneurs that I interacted with this season. I met a lot of young entrepreneurs and not just, you know, teenagers and stuff. I met some 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 entrepreneurs in their 20s. I met some entrepreneurs that are in their 30s and we had a lot of good conversations. And um, I'm very, very excited for what's to come with season three. And you guys should be, too, because I'm only going to get better and better. But, you know, without further ado, we got we got a podcast to do here, man. So I just wanted to say a couple things before I got into the to the episode, man. So this episode is entitled The Marathon. You know, I'm pretty sure every time somebody hears, you know, the word marathon, they they think about a race, right? They think about a race. And it's, it's typically when you look up the definition of a marathon, you know, it's a long distance running race. And I really don't like to use that definition, right? So when I think of a marathon, I look at the second definition, right? A long lasting or difficult task or operation of a specific kind. So that's the marathon I'm talking about, right? So when I think about my life, my life itself has been a marathon. Uh, it's It's been a, a long lasting, difficult task. Like, wow, from you know, I, I spoke on so many different challenges that I had. And if you haven't listened to season two or season one, I suggest that you get caught up, man, because I want you to know who I am. And and I don't hide that. I, I keep it 100, man. I can't I can't be anything but myself. But, you know, my life has been a marathon. It's, it's, it's been filled with difficult tasks. And, and, and some of them at times have seemed to last a very, very long period of time. Whether that's, you know, when I left, decided I didn't want to go to school anymore and, and I had it figured out. I was out here just doing all kind of stuff that I thought was right. That it, it led to me uh, honestly being in, in, in even worse situations. So, um, you know, doing things that I thought were good for me, again, put me in a situation to you know, endure even more pain and and more struggles over a longer period of time. So, you know, when I think about the marathon, you know, when when you are running a marathon, one thing you can't do is walk. Um, I never forget being in high school and I, and I had an opportunity to, to play basketball in high school and and shots out to Miles Park, um, coach Akins and, you know, the, the whole West Side, man, all the dudes that really took me under that wing when I got into the school and they knew I wanted to play basketball. And if you know anything about the way the high school basketball system works, you, you know, they have these voluntary workouts. And, and sometimes the coaches just invite players that they know are going to be on the team and a couple of players that are on the bubble, like guys that maybe the coaches heard of that he may want to see what they're made of. But if you have a chance to get invited to one of these workouts, you got to show up. And so luckily, man, I I had I had probably one of the best players um, in our city. He lived upstairs from me in in the projects right in in Little Rock Apartments. 
And shouts out to the Little Rock Apartments, man. The West Side, man. Y'all know what time it is, man. If you haven't already, the West Side raised me, man. That's my episode, man. I love it, man. That was my heart. Um, I had I had the pleasure of, of, of having probably the best player in, in our city living upstairs from me. And I actually, you know, had a friendship with him. He, he was a really good guy. Um, excellent basketball player. But because of that, I was able to go to the school and be kind of plugged in with the coach right away. So I was able to get invited to a workout. And again, this was my first time um, coming to like a, a preseason workout because I transferred into Myers Park. I went to Harden High School when I was in ninth grade. And uh, I really didn't have any idea what sports was about because, you know, the culture at Myers Park is, is very different than the culture was at Harden at that time. At that time, Harden wasn't uh built around sports or athletics it was built around the band and and shouts out to heart and they always always had a good band my sisters my uh my sister my cousins they were all involved in the band and, and that's just that's that's the culture there at the school and that's what it was um but sports definitely wasn't the culture there so when i got to myers park uh it was it was you know i was in shock you know I felt good because I knew I was in a place that I, I really wanted to be because I wanted to be somewhere where sports was taken seriously and, and it was definitely taken seriously there. So um, anyway, I get invited to this workout and I get there and little did I know I had nothing to do with basketball. Nothing. Right. It was all conditioning. And, and, and when you hear the word conditioning, you, at that age, I really was like, OK, what I'm going to do, lift weights. I don't know what I'm going to do. Anyway, we get there and it's hot and our task for that day was to run three miles on the track. I'm like, we running three miles? Like, I thought this was a basketball workout. And the coaches out there, um, shouts out to Coach Akins, man. Anybody from Charlotte, man, you know Ake. He, he's a legend, man. He's a GOAT. Uh, he was in phenomenal shape. I mean, he played pro basketball. Uh I mean, he could still beat anybody at the school in basketball at that time. And it was just, you know, he was running with us. And that was crazy. So I'm like, I think our target was like 17 minutes, three miles and 17 minutes or something like that, if I can remember correctly. But we get out there and we're running this these, these miles. And I'm like, man, this is tough. You know what I'm saying? But one thing I told myself in my head, no matter how tired I was feeling out there or I couldn't stop. Like I, I, I refused to walk because I'm like, here I am. I get invited to this workout. I didn't play on the team last year. I didn't even go to the school last year. And I, I'm blessed to be at this workout. I don't care how tired I'm feeling like I cannot stop and walk. And so that's where the whole marathon concept comes in. Right. When you're running a marathon, you can't stop and walk no matter how hard it is. Now, no matter how um, difficult the task is you cannot stop and walk once you stop and walk you're dead right that's how I look at it like I've been to track meets where uh, my son ran track in middle school last year and you know he was running I forget what event it was but it was like a long distance event uh, it involved him running a couple laps around the track if you're familiar with track you'll know what I'm talking about but He's, he's running, and this one kid, I mean, he took off from the other school. I mean, he was out, man. He had, like, probably a, a half of a lap lead um, ahead of the pack. And, you know, he gets around the track one lap. He gets through. Uh, 
gets past his first lap, a little past his first lap, and the kids just win it. He starts walking. Immediately. I, I, I didn't care how big of a gap the kid had on the other, other players that were involved. I was like, it's over for this kid, man. Like, he's walking. It's a marathon, bro. Like, you, that's the mindset. You don't get out there in a long-distance race and, and start walking. Now, this is no disrespect to the kid. It's just, I'm trying to make a point here. Like, this kid starts to walk during a long-distance race. Number one, because he confused a marathon with a sprint. He gets out there, and, he, and he's running. Like, he takes off. And he started walking. So, so you know, these kids behind him, are, I mean, they're back, way back. Like, like at least over a half a lap back. And this kid, he's walking. So these kids, they, they keep running the marathon. They're running at their pace. Um, most of them were running at, at different speeds. You know, you had one kid that was at a really good pace. And I was paying attention to him. I'm like, he has a chance. If he continues to, to pace himself and stay focused and and not stop and walk he has a chance to win this race and every time the pack got a little closer to the guy that was in first place he he would go from walking to running again running not jogging not pacing himself uh not running the marathon his his mindset was completely wrong and you know eventually these kids caught up with him and he was so tired because every time they got close, he would start running. Eventually, he just didn't have it in him anymore. And these kids that have been pacing them, themselves the whole race, they get they run past them and they don't stop. They never stopped. And no matter how much uh, or, or how bad that kid wanted to win that marathon, he couldn't. He took off running again at the last minute just to try to, you know, a last ditch effort to try to try to beat these kids and catch up and, and fly past them. But it just didn't work. These kids paced themselves and, and, and actually one of the kids from my son's school ended up winning. He ran at the same pace the whole time. He didn't stop. It was amazing. Now, how does that relate to what I'm talking about here when I'm talking about life? We're talking about a marathon. We're talking about, again, a long lasting or difficult task, right? Of a specific kind. So we're talking marathons, you know, it, it, when we talk marathons, we're not just talking about running a race. We're not just talking about running a race. We're talking about all different types of, of, of situations that life, throw, life throws at you. So growing up, I had different things being thrown at me. I had, you know, the stability issues at home. I had, uh, you know, uh, missing love in my house. I had, you know, the streets uh, I got involved with. I had crime I got involved with, you know, um, you know, getting incarcerated at an early age, you know, doing things I just had no business doing. But one thing I never did was I never started walking. Right. I continued to run the marathon. Right. I continued to run the marathon. I watched kids that I, that I went to school with graduate and, 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 and go to college and I just, I never had it in my mind that something like that even interested me. Like, I'm like, you know, at college, like, finishing school, school ain't for me. You know what I mean? I done been out here too long. Like, it's just, it's just not for me. And so, based on what I was told when I was in the classroom, I didn't have a chance in this life. You didn't finish school. Um, you dropped out. You didn't go to college. You didn't do what we told you to do. So, guess what you got? 
you got a life of hard times ahead of you. And for the most part, some of that was true. You know, I dealt with a lot of issues, like just just wanting to to to, to listen to different people on, on how I could, you know, find a shortcut to success in life. And that really didn't work out for me. It didn't work out at times. You know, I struck out a lot. It wasn't until it, it wasn't until I I uh, I had my daughter. You know, it wasn't until I had my daughter again when I when you know. Shouts out to my wife, man. Uh, uh, man, amazing woman, God brought in my life, and it was at the right time because I was I was reckless. Uh, I was I was living life without a care in the world. And uh, whatever I got up that morning and, and decided to do, that's what I was going to do that day. And I didn't really care about the consequences. But God had a plan for me. You know, he uh, he kept me covered and, and he sent me this this young woman who uh, was just I didn't know at the time, you know, that she was going to be a part of saving my life. But she was. And, and I end up like I say, I end up, you know, getting her pregnant and uh i found out at you know at a younger age i, I was gonna have a child and um end up being a, a little girl and you know i named her tony and uh shouts out to my baby girl little, little tony we call her tt um she came into this world and, and that's when my life changed you know what i'm saying that's when my life changed and again i i've been running this marathon right like i never stopped like I might have changed my pace, uh, but I never stopped. I never stopped running. I, I was walking uh, at one point of time. Mentally, I felt like I was walking, but I never stopped. I was always pursuing something, right? Uh, whether it worked out or it didn't work out, you know. Uh, history shows that in a marathon, you just can't stop. So, so I didn't stop physically. I never stopped, but. When Tony came into this world, I felt like I found my stride, right? I went from at the back of the pack to, you know, somebody who really figured out and got laser focused on what I wanted out of life. And that was to be a good father. Uh, I thought I thought about how I was raised. I thought about the challenges that, that, you know, I came across in life and some, a lot of the things that I couldn't control and being in a house with no lights and no water and, um, you know, being a kid, taking care of a kid, you know, no food. Uh, uh, shouts out to my mom. This isn't an indictment on my mother, man, because I love her and I, and, I, and God has blessed her to, to, to be a different person uh, today. But, you know, the way I was raised was the way I was raised. So when Tony came in his world, something clicked for me. I told myself I could never, I could never put my daughter through that. I could never put her through what I went through. I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? So like I immediately got me a job. Um, again, here I am a high school dropout. I, I got me a job. I was, you know, I didn't really care what I was making, but I got in there and I was just working hard from day one. You know, uh, I, I got right with God. I got I got baptized and, and, you know, I went to work 
I would bring my Bible to work every day and I never forget the guy that I was working with, man. He was like, really, man, you you really sit down and read your Bible every day at work. And, and that's what I did. Like on my lunch break, I would I would eat and I would read my Bible. I was doing what was important. You know, I was listening to what God had told me to do. And I worked this job for one week. Within one week, I got a raise. Within one week, I got a raise. My boss came in, seeing how hard I was working, asked me what my name was and was like, you know what? You're getting a raise. I'm matter of fact, I'm putting it in right now. And he was from corporate. And I'm like, OK, wow, I'm getting a raise. So I go from making, you know, at this time we're talking, oh, man, like 15 years ago. You know, at this time I, I get, you know, a raise and I think I'm making probably like $10 an hour. Now, $10 an hour, 15 years ago was pretty decent for a high school dropout with no with no kind of qualifications really outside of just pure hustle. Uh, so, so I'm working for $10 an hour. I'm making good money. Uh, I save up enough money and, and, and I go and get an apartment. I go and get an apartment. And so me, me and my, you know, at the time, my girlfriend, now she's my wife, but we move into this apartment. We still, we still off West Boulevard and you know, I'm, I'm getting up every day. I'm going to work. I'm catching the bus. I'm running a marathon, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm running this marathon and, and I don't stop. Was it difficult? Yes. Was it long lasting? Yes. But I never stopped. I kept going. Um, I never forget, you know, we're putting, putting our babies in, in car seats and getting on the bus, you know, uh, we're carrying them, you know, you know, as far as we had to go to get the doctor's appointments. And man, it was difficult. It was difficult, but I stayed the course. Uh, you know, I kept running the marathon and, and, I, and I was blessed to have this amazing, hardworking woman uh, behind me to have my back. So, you know, running a marathon and eventually I was able to make more money, got offered another position just through consistency and pacing myself and continuing to run the marathon. So I, I get this position and I'm making more than enough money to not only pay my bills, but I could probably pay my bills three times over um, based on what my bills were at that time. Uh, my wife, you know, my, you know, again, at the time she was my girlfriend. She didn't have to work. All she had to do was take care of the babies, um, got us a car and, you know, I was doing what I had to do. And, and what I learned was if you don't give up and you keep running the marathon, you're, you're going to see some form of success along the way. And for me, that success was providing a, a stable environment for my family and my children. And I saw that. And again, I'm not saying my life was perfect. I'm not saying that I didn't come into more challenges after that fact. But I just want to give you guys a snapshot into, into how my life uh, went during that time. Like, I didn't give up. I never started walking. You get what I'm saying? Like, I kept running. I kept running and running the marathon. And I want people to know today, the, the fact still remains that I'm still running the marathon. And I'm going to run that marathon until I die. Because I'm in pursuit of something that's going to live far after I die. You get what I'm saying? It's going to, you know, it's going to be something that lives a long time. And that's going to be something for generations and generations to come. But in order for that to happen, 
I have to continue to run this marathon. I have to continue to run this marathon. And, and, and if you're out there right now, you're listening to this podcast, man, with Coach T on Mud Talk, man, I encourage you to not give up. Don't start walking. You running them laps, you done found your pace. Keep going, man. Keep going because in the end of the day, when you're running that marathon, you're going to come across some tough times. You're going to come across some challenges. You're going to have some days where you feel like giving up. But don't do it because when you push through, you're 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 creating something inside of you that that you 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 can't put a price on, and that's that's having the endurance, that's having the mental fortitude to be able to to um, get through these tough times and to get to the other side and see what's on the other side and, and what's going to happen when you don't give up, when you don't uh, mentally break down. So. Today, I really wanted to talk to y'all about the marathon, man. That's why I titled this episode, The Marathon. Uh, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle, man. He, he was, uh, honestly, for me, man, he was like the Tupac of my generation. I listen, I've been listening to Nip since, wow, well, probably since like 2008. Uh, my brother actually put me on Nip, and this was way, way back, man. People didn't even know who he was, and, you know, a lot of people didn't know who he was when he died, and, you know, that's... That, you know that's that's really unfortunate because he he definitely was somebody that was uh, extremely influent, influential on uh, just our culture, our people. Uh, he spoke to ownership. He spoke to um, black empowerment. He he spoke about how just like me running a marathon and going through the stuff I went through and making the bad decisions that you still meant something in this life, that you still have a purpose in this life. And it's to make a difference. Whatever your purpose is, figure it out. For me, it's to make a difference on people. It's, it's to inspire people. It's to let the youth know that everything they see on the internet is not the direction they have to go in. Every every uh, rap artist they listen to, just because he talking about that, don't mean you got to do that. There's, there's other options. You can be flying private jets and, and you can be a millionaire too, but you ain't got to do all of that. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to to take that kid that's almost, you know, he got one foot in the pool of just all kind of dangerous stuff. My job is to try to steer him in the right direction. And I feel like God put me here. That's my purpose and, and that's my mission, you know, and, and, you know, I'll do that forever. I'll do that till I die. I don't care if I only change 10, 10, 10 kids' lives. That means those 10 kids gonna 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 change a bunch of lives themselves because they're gonna remember uh, me. They're gonna remember everything that you know I talked to them about and all the encouragement and empowerment that I gave them. So uh, I can die a happy man knowing that I did that and I provided a system for my family to succeed. So um, that's what I'm here for, man. But you know. Before I get get off of here, man, I just want to honestly, again, man, tell everybody here, thank you for listening to Mud Talk. Look, I can't be anything without you guys, the listeners, man. Y'all been showing me a ton of love. It's been amazing. Season three is locked and loaded. It's it's filled with so much. I, I poured so much into season three. A lot of planning and a lot of special guests. I just, ah, man, you guys are, you, you're definitely going to enjoy it. 
and it's 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 gonna it's gonna be me <laughs> coach t being coach t i can't be anything but myself so if you're listening to a podcast and you're expecting to hear a certain uh, type of content that you know that i don't speak about i'm sorry but I'm, I'm here to to motivate i'm here to encourage i'm here to empower i'm here to um, talk about fashion you know i'm here to talk about sports i'm here to talk about culture that that's what this, that's what this podcast is about man and so if that's you keep tuning in man you know i got you covered man so thank you thank you for tuning in season two episode 13 the marathon You've been listening to season two, episode 13, entitled The Marathon. I just want to say thank you again to everybody that's been listening and been rocking with me all season. As always, you can find me on social media at Mud Talk the Podcast. But until next time, it's Mud Talk with Coach T. We out.